there's these questions that I get time and time again when I do any kind of talk or webinar about LinkedIn. And I totally understand why these questions come up. When we are getting visible on LinkedIn, we want to make sure that we're doing it quote unquote right. We want to squeeze all the juice out of LinkedIn and make the algorithm work for us. And I get it. And honestly, I want that too. And so I'm going to share my answers to all the FAQs that I get. Like, when should I post? Where should I put the link? Is it good or bad to tag people? Should I turn on creator mode? Like, and so on and so forth. Because I want to give the people what they want. But here's the biggest LinkedIn algorithm secret that I can give you. And that's at the end of the day, none of this stuff actually matters. As long as you are sharing with some level of consistency, you're intentionally building community, and you're providing value that resonates with your specific audience and the flavor of how they experience the problem that you solve. And this is important because I've talked to so many impactful small business owners who become overwhelmed, burned out. And more than anything in this like analysis paralysis with all the social media advice and tips and tactics out there. And then what ends up happening is that we don't share anything on LinkedIn at all, because if we can't do it perfectly, why even try, right? And so I've said it before and I'll say it again, perfect is not required and it's actually not even helpful in this work of thought leadership. So it's a balance. I want you to take the informational nuggets from this episode and compare it against your capacity, your values, your actual goals, and then decide what is right for you and run with what feels good. That is the most important thing than anything. And I really hope you hear the message behind this episode, which is that as long as you're showing up in your passion, sharing your lived experience, and the things that make you credible, I promise you that is more than enough. Hey, I'm Tanya Bhattacharya, and you are listening to the Campfire Circle podcast. We are all about breaking down the boardroom table as the ultimate space of leadership, and instead replacing it with a campfire, because that's where we share our stories. That's where we build warm community, and that is where there's always room. I'm building an impactful business in public through thought leadership, and I'm taking you behind the scenes all along the way. So if you want to stand out as you stand up for your mission, you are in the right place. Okay, let's get into it. So the first question is, when should I post on LinkedIn? It's probably the most frequent question I get. And the typical advice out there is to post when your ideal audience member is online. And this answer may have made sense once upon a time when everyone worked in the office from nine to five and took their little lunch break from 12 to one. You know what I mean? But times have changed. And especially if you work with other small business owners or creatives, or honestly, even folks across different time zones, then this advice goes out the window. Because when I post something at 8 a.m. in California, that's like after work in London, right? I can't control when people are online. I can just trust and have faith that enough of the people who need to see my message will And that will build trust and resonance over time. And the other reason why this doesn't really matter is that posts on LinkedIn have a much longer shelf life than other social media platforms. So you can post something, let's say on a Monday, and still be getting organic views and engagement on it on Friday, or even the next week, or even beyond that. But to provide an actual answer to when should I post on LinkedIn, 
I would say consistently. And that doesn't have to mean constantly, but at a cadence that feels good for you. Like maybe once per week, which is what I teach through my Lazy on LinkedIn method. And so for example, I have been sharing a weekly LinkedIn post on Wednesday mornings for as long as I can remember. And sometimes, especially like last month when I was in the middle of a launch or a specific, you know, revenue generating period, I shared significantly more than that. But I hold myself accountable to sharing one valuable thing each week. And that time just happened to land on Wednesday mornings. There's no magic to Wednesday morning. It's not inherently a better time to post than any other time. But I have been consistent about that time. And so it feels like just showing up at that same time has led to greater engagement and support and response for those Wednesday morning posts. And maybe that's because people expect on Wednesday mornings to see a little something from me. Think about if you subscribe to a weekly magazine. You expect to get it at the same time each week. And so I think there's value in doing that with our own thought leadership content. And I think there's something on the algorithm side, right? The more consistent you are, the more LinkedIn is going to show people your posts. And I've noticed that when you take a long, long break, it takes time to get to the same level of engagement back. That doesn't mean don't take a break. I absolutely support people taking breaks. But it reminds me of taking a long break from working out at the gym. Let's say that you take a long break from it and you come back. What do you notice? It's harder, right? It's harder to do the same things that you used to do. It takes time to catch back up to our previous strength level. And so it's the same thing with your posting cadence. So don't be discouraged, especially if you're just starting out or if you're restarting and reach feels low. It will grow over time just by nature of showing up over and over and doing the work. And honestly, like reach is not even the best metric to gauge if your efforts are working or not in my humble opinion. And if you want a deeper dive on why that is and what took age instead, I want you to check out my previous podcast episode. It's episode 40 and it's called Measure the Magic, Tracking Resonance Instead of Reach. So you can check that out if you want. But separately, to add to this, I would also say post on LinkedIn at a time when you can ideally be around to intentionally build community, roughly around the same time as you schedule your posts. And I know we're coming up on Halloween, but as much as possible, I don't want you to post and ghost. So I do use the native scheduling tool inside of LinkedIn so I can schedule out my batched content and I don't have to like think about it. But I do make an effort to spend time engaging with people and building relationships with the people who are showing up for me around that same time, which again, for me is Wednesday mornings. And that does lead to more good juju on the post itself. And when you think about it, building community is such an important part of this work. We talk about content so much. I talk about content so much, but really it is only one piece of this work. I think the, I don't want to say the more important, but just as important is actually building relationship and nurturing the community that is showing up as a result of that content. And I'll be honest, when I first started my business and really intentionally building my brand, I was a lot more disciplined about this, this intentional time. I've fallen off a little bit and to some extent that's okay because over time there has been a flywheel effect that's been created. As I've built my audience, it has started to like just naturally organically grow without me having to really do as much. 
because the platform is showing my content to more and more people naturally, organically, because of my already existing connections and relationships. And so it is really helpful to build a critical mass of community, which is really sped up by having that intentional engagement time. Okay, so this next question is truly the bane of my existence. I hate this question. I get asked it all the time. I I totally understand why it is asked. But the question is, where should I put my link? Should I put a link in the comments or in the LinkedIn post? Or what is the deal with links on LinkedIn? So it is true, and you may have just anecdotally noticed this, that when you put a link inside of your LinkedIn post, LinkedIn is going to throttle the engagement on it. And that's because LinkedIn, like all social media platforms, wants you to stay on their platform as long as possible and not leave. And links take you away. So I get it. And initially, the kind of go-to advice that you'd get from any LinkedIn strategist is to put the link in the comments as the first comment. And there's a few reasons that I don't necessarily like doing that anymore, which is, and the first one is just straight up accessibility and ease of use. When you leave a comment with a link, it's not always necessarily going to be the first comment that shows up. And you can't pin the comment there anymore. LinkedIn had that feature for two seconds and then took it away which I'm annoyed by. Like I I actually enjoyed that feature. And people are not always gonna scroll through every comment just to find yours with the link that they want. If they do, that's great. It means they're really interested, but they're just not always gonna do that. And so the second little piece here, it's a little LinkedIn nugget, is that you get penalized engagement-wise for being the first person to comment on your own post. And so if you follow that advice and drop that link in there right away, also not great. And here's the third thing, and it's maybe the biggest annoyance or barrier or issue. And that's that you actually have to remember to go in and leave the link as a comment. And that kind of defeats the whole purpose of batching your content and scheduling it out so that you don't have to worry about those details. And so then the kind of go-to advice became, okay, schedule the post without the link, then edit your post and add the link back in to get around this thing, this penalization. But then it's still not great because it turns out if you edit your LinkedIn post within the first 10 minutes, LinkedIn will again throttle your engagement. So I'm like laughing here because damned if you do, damned if you don't. And can you see why this is just the bane of my existence? Like I get asked this question probably all the time. And part of me wants to share all this stuff, talk about all these little details, But then I start to feel like that meme from It's Always Sunny with all the conspiracy theory papers on the wall. Like I wish I didn't know all of this information. I wish I had that brain space saved for something else. And you know what else is that LinkedIn changes its algorithm all the time. And so by the time you hear this, maybe the thing around waiting for 10 minutes to edit your post is going to be wrong or outdated. And I guess what's at the heart of my whole argument around the algorithm not really mattering is that it's one thing if you get paid exclusively through brand deals, right? Or if you're a full-time content creator on LinkedIn or a media company who gets paid based on views and clicks and followers and things like that. Or maybe it matters if you have a huge membership model and you're trying to get thousands of people into this membership that you have then maybe reach is more important. 
But really, all of the people that I tend to work with, that I support, and me, myself, and I, we are not full-time content creators. We just use content to grow our social impact business and maybe to have, like be an outlet for the things we care about. Maybe you're a B2B consultant. Maybe you're an executive coach. Maybe you're a nonprofit executive director. And when I think back to my days as a nonprofit executive director, if somebody told me, some LinkedIn person told me to try and remember when my posts were going live so I could set a timer for 10 minutes and then manually add the right link for the right post in between all the zany stuff that would be happening on any given day or any given minute at a residential addiction treatment program where I worked, I just wouldn't do it. I would just say, fuck you. I'm not, what? That's crazy. So I think, I don't know. I think you get to decide. Is it more important to you to have as much reach and numbers as possible? And if so, why? Is it because you think you should or because it's actually going to support your goals? Or is it more important to integrate this work easily into your overall flow and just trust that the right people that you need to connect with are going to see and hear your message? And I try to be in the second camp as much as possible these days, meaning I'll just schedule the post with the link and hope for the best. And yes, I have noticed reach is a little lower and the engagement is it comes, it's interesting. I've noticed that it comes. It's just not as immediate than when I would do the whole rigmarole of scheduling the post, adding the link later, waiting 10 minutes. Cause you know, I, I'm trying all these different things and trying to figure out what works for me. And I'm okay with not having as much reach or engagement. Cause at the end of the day, I'm not trying to go viral. I'm not trying to become super famous. I like many coaches, consultants, and service providers. I am really just trying to get one to three people each month, maybe one to five to reach out and say, hey, I love what you're doing. We need this at our organization. Let's work together, blah, blah, blah. So again, it's about resonance overreach. It's about really landing with the people that you specifically want to land with, not as many of the people who just happen to be online. I'm just gonna do one more question. And if you like this episode, Drop me a line, send me a message on LinkedIn, let me know. And I'm down to do another one around these little algorithm nuggets, sharing the info, and then really breaking down why it doesn't matter. But I'm just going to do one more for now. And I think for the last question I want to do, is it good or bad to tag people in a LinkedIn post? Like how, tell me about the tagging situation. And so I often compare LinkedIn to a 24-7 conference or networking gathering. Just happens to be virtual and asynchronous and you can pop in and out whenever you want in your jammies, even from bed, whatever. And so with that in mind, let's say that imagine this conference stage, this gathering, and let's say that you had a five minute talk queued up and you could talk for five minutes from the stage. In that talk, would you just try to name drop as many random people as you could? I think some people would, right? For clout or I don't know, to try and build authority on the backs of other people's reputations. But I think more likely what would make more sense, what would feel better is you would mention people who are relevant to your topic. So similarly on LinkedIn, yeah, I think definitely tag people if they are relevant to what you're talking about. And I think really it's about intentionality. I think people pick up on vibes. And so if someone tags me in their post, I don't know them at all. It's very clear I'm literally just tagged so that their post is better from the algorithm perspective. 
that doesn't feel good. I'm probably going to remove my tag from the post, which actually ends up hurting their post from that algorithm perspective. But if I'm relevant to what they're saying and it's thoughtful, let's say there's an event coming up and I'm a speaker, that person's a speaker. They're talking about how excited they are. They're talking about why this conference matters. And I'm tagged in there as a fellow speaker. Like that's relevant. Let's say someone listens to one of these podcast episodes or sits through one of my talks and writes what they learned about it and happens to tag me. That's like the dream, right? That makes my whole day when that happens. That feels awesome. And if I'm around and have capacity, I will engage with them. I'll comment. I'll get to know that person. I'll send them a connection request. Like I, I, I want to get to know them deeper. It's like a reciprocity thing. So yeah, it's be a good human being. And I think Honestly, maybe that's just the ultimate LinkedIn algorithm secret. Be a good human being with the other human beings that are interested in the work that you do who are showing up, right? And it will all work out. I do want to lift up that some of the detailed nuggets around the way the algorithm behaves comes from Richard Vanderblom's LinkedIn algorithm report, which he does every year. I'm going to link to that in the show notes if you want to read it in its entirety or give him a follow. He has a lot of great stuff he puts out there. And I think that this stuff is interesting. I think it's good to know. Even if it doesn't matter at the end of the day, I think there's value in kind of knowing how this playground that we are choosing to build our brand on works as much as possible, knowing that we're never going to really know the full story. And that's why I'm sharing these nuggets. But as always, nestle the ways that you work, nestle what I'm sharing and what you're learning in all of the different spaces that you're showing up Nestle those things into your own needs and preferences and capacity. Otherwise, thought leadership and content creation is going to become a chore instead of a method that can lead to self-actualization, to creativity, to change making, right? And that's actually what I want for you. So feel free to reach out again on LinkedIn with your thoughts on this episode. If there's any burning questions that you've got that I didn't answer, I only got to three And like I said, maybe I'll even do a follow-up episode. I'm down to do that if this lands. So I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Okay, so you've heard from us. Now I want to hear from you. Leaving a review helps us so much in growing our reach and supporting more folks with this podcast. And even better, I would love for you to send me a note on LinkedIn with your takeaways from this episode. I cherish and respond to every message, so I can't wait to hear from you. And if you want to go even deeper, check out the show notes to take your next step.